You're listening. You're listening to a University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky. College of Arts and Sciences podcast. Martha Ann Rowlingson spent eight years studying anthropology at UK after earning her undergraduate degree at the University of Denver. First as a graduate student and then returning to work on her dissertation. Here, Dr. Rowlingson remembers working with the anthropology department at the university and the difficulties of being a female archaeologist in the 60s. For this podcast, she was interviewed by Laura Sutton. My name is Martha Ann Rowlingson. I majored in anthropology with an emphasis in archaeology, and I was only at UK as a graduate student. I came in 1958 and completed the master's thesis in 1960. But then I stayed and worked at the Museum of Anthropology, first as a museum activities and then on a two-year research grant. In 63, I went to Ann Arbor to the University of Michigan. I was there for two years, and then I came back to Kentucky to teach and also then to work on my dissertation from 65 to 68. I went from Kentucky to the Arkansas Archaeological Survey, which is a unit of the University of Arkansas. So my research has really concentrated in the Mississippi Valley, the Arkansas River Valley, but I've been at different locations in Arkansas. What are some of your favorite memories from your time in Lexington and at UK? I worked in the museum doing exhibits and working on museum collections and also teaching school groups, giving lectures, acting as a docent in the museum for school groups that came through. So I got a variety of museum experience that way, as well as constructing exhibits and uh, working on the research collections in the museum. We didn't have very much money. You learned to make do with, with things. Tell me how your time at UK prepared you for your career. It gave me a good background in all of the fields of anthropology and reinforced what I wanted to do in archaeology, despite the hazards and problems of being a female in the field. I thought that it gave me a very good basis to compete with other people at the PhD level. Do you want to elaborate any on on what it was like to be a woman in in the field and the department at the time? Well, I had limited opportunities. It was a matter of trying to find the opportunities that I could take advantage of. Uh, There were spoken as well as unspoken rules about the fact that you didn't have a mixed crew out in the field. I wasn't sent out on summer excavations with the boys because I was the only female there and there wasn't anybody else to go with me. When I ran an excavation then in what would have been 1962, I had a mixed crew. I had three fellows and two girls on it. And I had an assistant who was a co-director. And because I had a co-director and we had become a co-ed group by then, we could do it. But most of the time my field work was out by myself which was preferable to going out with a mixed crew, which doesn't exactly make sense, but that's the way it often was. I ran into that kind of an attitude when I was job hunting, too, that they simply didn't want a female archaeologist, and some wouldn't even interview because of that. We just don't, we don't want a female, so that was it. But you saw a lot change, I think, in, in 
Even there was there school. was a lot of change during that period of time from the time I arrived to start working on the master's degree until I completed the PhD. We went from having token female archaeologists or token students to by uh, the um, mid-60s, there were a lot of women in archaeology and, and none of those problems came up. One of the other things that got talked about when the women were being feminists was that female interest topics were not very common. And my attitude was that you couldn't write about something that wasn't a popular topic. That is, research trends had fads. They still do. And women's position in ancient societies wasn't one that was particularly talked about. And if you didn't conform to those particular research interests, why you would not get an audience out of even the other archaeologists. And this was something that was extremely difficult to try to explain so that graduate, female graduate students could understand it in the 70s when they got so strong. They go, well, why didn't you just write about what you wanted? Well, <laughs> you would have been laughed out of the room if you had done that. So, so there was a lot of change in attitude. And what advice, if any, would you have for current students today, either undergraduates or graduates or future anthropologists? Learn how to write. <laughs> and if you've got a hang-up about writing, get over it. <laughs> because you have an obligation as an archaeologist to write up for other archaeologists what you have researched, but also an obligation to write it up so that the public can understand what was going on. Thank you for listening, and thanks to the College of Arts and Sciences and the Department of Anthropology for making this podcast possible.